Welcome to today's Word of Mom Radio here on the Word of Mom Media Network. I'm your host, Dori DiCarlo, and you know we are here week after week, show after show, breaking those myths that mompreneurs and businesswomen, especially those of us building our businesses from home, that we're dabbling in between bake sales and getting our nails done. We're not. We are smart, we are savvy, and we are sharing the wisdom of women in business and in life. And I'm looking forward to bringing today's guest in. Michelle Ponvert is a branding and website designer with 15 years of design experience, specializing in working with women on a mission to grow their service-based businesses and spend more time with their families. Michelle lives with her husband and three-year-old in Paris, far from her native Australia or adoptive homeland of America, and balances serving her clients and being a hands-on mom. So right up the word of mom radio, Allie, you are, Michelle. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) I'm excited to have you here too. And I would love for you to share your journey with us and what brought you to doing what you're doing. Yeah, so I I like to sort of say that my business is for my son, because of my son, I had him now three years ago, and I was let go while I was on maternity leave from my steady job in a marketing department, and it left me kind of lost for what to do, and I'd sort of had in my mind at that stage that I wanted to make a shift and be home more with my son, and it kind of became this great opportunity to just rethink how to work and have the life I wanted. So I kind of put together all the things I'd been doing in my previous life. I was a set decorator for film and TV originally. I moved to working in marketing departments for a bunch of different businesses. And I was sort of always dabbling in and out of design and websites and marketing. And so I put it all together and created my business, which is now a web design business serving other women. And I'm really passionate about empowering mums in particular, who are trying to do the same, build a business that fits their lives and their families. I love that. So tell us a little bit about what you do and what it is you work on with these mums. Yeah, so I have a couple of different things that I offer at the moment. I really try to find ways to meet women at the different stages of business. So I still do one-on-one sort of custom work. I do branding. I help with copywriting website design and development, I really try and do the A to Z experience. And then I've got some sort of slightly smaller packages where I can basically take a template that I sell also on my website and customize that to the client so that it is still beautiful, designed with all the strategy in mind, but doesn't have the full-blown custom experience that's just unattainable for people early in business and honestly doesn't make that much sense when you're just starting out. You need something that works but isn't going to be too much of a hurdle to kind of pay off and and make work for the business and be a really good return on that investment. So I've been really happy to sort of meet people at at different stages. When you are working with somebody that's brand new, very often I always say, you know, done is better than perfect. 
Yep. <laughs> you run into that where it's like, no, but, it, you know, it has to be this and it's this and it's this and it's this as opposed to just going, okay, we can start here and continue to grow. Mm-hmm. What do you do when yeah. you face those challenges? It's funny. I feel like I have quite a lot of calls where I almost have to talk people down from their big sort of lofty ideas of what their website can be because I know that's not going to serve them and is ultimately going to change as their business grows and evolves and as they figure out what it is that they're doing, their website will need to change. So I really like very, very early on business owners to actually go through the DIY process a little bit themselves. That's why I created the website templates. I have their kind of more than just a template of a website. They actually give you guidance on creating the branding and the copy so that they can have that experience of figuring all those things out. It's really important to know why you're writing what sort of text on each page of your website, why you've chosen certain colors, so that when you're at the stage to scale and to put fuel on the fire, you can communicate that to a designer who can really elevate it from there. But I think early on custom work almost never makes sense unless your business is really reliant on the technology on your website. I watched big companies. I mean, and we've seen this lately where big companies all of a sudden are rebranding themselves. Why? You know, <laughs> it's a good really, question. Yeah. I'm yeah. asking you that. Why? <laughs> Personally, I, I take a sort of approach for branding where it is a visual solution to kind of the business goals So I think a rebrand makes sense when the business has truly shifted from what they were doing before. It's a different audience. It's a different message. It's basically a new business. That's a really great time to do a rebrand. But if you have gone through that process of really figuring out the strategy behind your visuals, having a reason why you've sort of picked the things you've picked, you can stick with that for a very long time. You know, many, many businesses will keep it for decades plus because it is rooted in that strategy and that strategy isn't changing. It's really, for me, as long as the, you know, as long as the dress fits, keep wearing it. You know, it's funny. I always say to people, you need to make sure that whatever social media site you are on, you know, for us with Word of Mom, we weren't able to get Word of Mom everywhere we went. You know, on Twitter, we're Word of Mom Radio. On Facebook, it's Word of Mom. On Instagram, it's WOM Radio because Word of Mom wouldn't was too long. Mm-hmm. Regardless, anywhere you go, you know it's us mm-hmm. because it's us. It's our brand. It's our logo. It's our colors. My webmaster and I, Linda Cherry, she and I have been designing websites since it was a dot-com dial-up. <laughs> no joke, where you literally would work on a page or two, upload it overnight, mm-hmm. and then come into the office the next day, fingers crossed that there wasn't a typo or a comma out of place or something. It's so funny because now in today's world, we're such an Instagram site and just an mm. Insta world, you know, and it's it's so amazing to me. And the interesting thing with her, it's why she's really just the queen of SEO, because she learned way back when, when you had to spider things and you had (laughs) backend links to be able to cross do things, which is now part of what they're realizing is still important in your SEO, but people kind of got away from. And Mm. it's, it's so interesting to me that sometimes as things evolve, they 
are still rooted. You know, that's that flooring is still the flooring. A hundred percent. I think good strategy is timeless. And the essence of what's on your website shouldn't be something you are tweaking and updating all the time. And I think in many ways, because we have this super fast access to make changes to, you know, get into our websites now with these really easy to use platforms, people are tempted to tweak and, and adjust things all the time and they don't give it the space to really reflect and be strategic of what they're putting out there and then give it the time to work for them. You know, it's, it's a very interesting thing and something I often really struggle with with clients is saying, really we're laying the foundations together. It's for them to build on, but with their content, the core of your website, those sales pages, the sort of overarching customer journey shouldn't really change. Once you've got that set up, it's just going to sit there in the background and work for you. I hope you rewind that and listen to that statement again, please. You know, because again, I think, you know, it's that Facebook mentality. You've got 20 year olds that are running the shop. So they get bored with something and let's try something new. And they don't realize this isn't about you on the back end. This is about the user on the front end. Oh my gosh, Dart, you just hit my like absolute favorite phrase. It's not about you and it's not to be mean, but your website isn't about you. <laughs> it is for your website visitors who are hopefully your clients. And it's about helping them figure out if they're in the right place, if you have the right thing to help solve whatever problem they've come to look for, and then helping them actually get what they need. That's ultimately what your website's for. So I, I love that. That's definitely uh, something that's close to my heart. It's funny as, you know, when we were first working on things, I used to say to Linda all the time, I was like, look, if I can figure this out, anybody can figure this out, you know, because you need to make sure that you're doing things for the person who has the least amount of knowledge, mm -hmm. not the most. You know, I was director of theater in a college and I directed and choreographed. What made me a really good choreographer is I made the person who could dance the least look like Fred Astaire. So mm -hmm. if they looked good, everybody looked good. Exactly. As opposed to people that choreograph for themselves, that they want this great number and half of the dancers look terrible doing it because yep. they don't have the dancing capabilities. The same thing with your site. What's in it for me is every consumer's thought. You know, mm -hmm. and so if you're not doing things with them in mind and the end result in mind, you know, it's it it you're you're starting to fight your own self. A hundred percent. And I think when we are sort of acknowledging this culture that we are in at the moment with people consuming so much content, you do need to keep in mind that people looking at your website have that same mentality. They are skim reading, clicking through very quickly. So if you're not helping them figure out that they're in the right place quickly, if they're not sort of solving that problem quickly, they will move on and go find someone else who is answering that question for them. So it is in your best interest too, to serve them well and make it very, very easy for them to actually operate your website and get what they want out of it too. So for you, how mm. is being a mom now shaped how you run your business? Well, so many ways, I think it's made me a more efficient business owner and definitely given me a lot of perspective on how to serve the women I work with best. You know, we are probably the most passion-rich, time-poor demographic on earth as moms. 
And I think helping people kind of channel all that excitement, channel all that passion without adding more to their calendar and more to their to-do list is sort of something that I'm constantly working on. And as sort of I work with clients in different ways or I have my template kit, I really, really try and make the process for them as simple as possible while still having all of this wonderful underlying strategy, all of the baseline stuff there so they don't have to think about it because our brains are full enough <laughs> with all the other thousands of things we need to do. So I really think that sense of making it simple and easy for them is my way of sort of helping other moms <laughs> not have to put it on their to-do list to figure out, you know, picking their own fonts, doing all the research on tech. You know, they don't need to do that. That is not what's going to help them achieve their big goals, get sort of their business off the ground, leave that to me. That's what I love doing. <laughs> and they can go off and do what they need to do and, and make the website work for them through the marketing efforts they'll do. I love that. I think that is so awesome. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to say thank you to our sponsors. And we'll be back here in just a moment on Word of Mom Radio. She is brave. She is strong. She is you. Because you're that woman who's got a product or a service that you're looking to promote. Or you're out there seeking to support other women in business to help women learn, network, and build the businesses of their dreams. Because when you win, we win. We all know a survivor. Some of our friends and family have made it through difficult times. Some of us don't make it. Losing a loved one to cancer, a car accident, or any other unfortunate event can be crippling and unavoidable. But one of the hardest subjects to talk about is suicide. Too often, our youth decide that leaving this place is easier than facing the struggle forced upon them every day. More than one in four children go through some form of bullying or another. Most of us survive with scars, but for some... The inner demons created cannot be recognized or treated in time to ensure they make it through. Bullying in every form is very much avoidable. It starts with me and it starts with you. This is Kelly Carius from No Such Thing as a Bully reminding you to do your part when you see bullying happen. If you don't know what that is, call 403-447-4404 or go to nosuchthingasabully.com. Don't let the name fool you because stadiumbags.com has a line of clear bags that enable you to use your phone and your smart devices without removing them from your bag. Not only that, but the product is so good it'll stand up to the cleaning solvents that you need to use now to make sure that when you come home, you come home safely. So take a look at stadiumbags.com. You'll see why we're your clear choice because safety it's in the bag. And we're back here on Word of Mom Radio with Michelle Ponvert. We are talking about branding and web design. I love that you've got 15 years behind you in this experience. So what tips would you give our listeners that are just brand new, starting their first website, which is so hard for people to realize because everybody thinks everybody's got a website. Everybody's already doing this. They're not. You know, there are new sites coming out, thousands of them every single day. What are your biggest tips? I think the biggest thing I can say is you can make your own website. This day and age, there are enough tools, enough resources out there to help you make it. Even if you're not techie, lean into the expertise of others. There are very cheap or free resources out there that can really be helpful. So don't feel in sort of 
don't feel embarrassed that it's not your zone of genius, but as you are in that very early stage, do lean into trying your hand at getting these things going. You know, it's better to have something out there and done than never putting your website out there so that people can find you. I think the next biggest thing I see people struggle with, and it's something that I have to coach people through a lot, is it's very tempting to make it overcomplicated, to overdesign your website, to overdo your branding because you think it looks designed or you think it looks professional. But in actuality, something that is very simple, clear, easy to read is going to have a far bigger impact on your business anyway, and likely going to be a much, much more long lasting asset for you as a business owner. So don't be afraid to keep it pretty simple and classic. That will serve you well in the long run too. Um, the last thing I would say is keep that sense of empathy in mind as we were talking about of really making this website a tool for those people you want to serve. It's sort of like customer service in some ways for that potential client. You want to answer their questions. You want to reassure them that they're in the right place. You want to give them all the information they need up front to take whatever this big sort of thing you want them to do, whether it's purchase something, contact you, book a call, whatever it is you're trying to achieve on the website, empower those people with what they need so that they can confidently make that. That will make you such a no-brainer choice to work with and really earn a lot of trust. So don't be shy to share the information and to not withhold the things that people are actually asking you for. So I love to encourage people to put pricing and terms and schedules, anything you can give people to really help them figure out if you're the right person to help them and move forward. And as a business owner, that helps you because the people coming to you with you know, calls or leads are really, really good fits and they're going to be worth your while and worth your time pursuing. So that serves you as well. Love that. So how has living abroad changed how you think about your work and what you're doing? Mm. I had a really wonderful mentor quite early on, which I'm very fortunate about, who helped me kind of take this global perspective of websites and apply it to kind of the way I approach things. And I think there's so easy to make these little tweaks that can make a website much more accessible to people outside of the country you happen to live in. Things like currency conversions, time conversions, being sort of aware of also other abilities, you know, people who have eyesight challenges, who use a screen reader, a lot of those things are already inbuilt into the platforms we use day in, day out. But being mindful of that and mindful of how you represent what your offer is, sort of sharing things like the currency, the timing, using words that people are familiar with the world over, not just colloquial terms that say, if we're an American, only an American would understand if you're trying to speak to someone abroad as well. I think it's a really great way to open up your business to all the other people out there who would love to have, you know, the benefit of your offers and your services. So it's been, it's been very eye-opening. You know, it's got to be a very interesting perspective because let's face it, it's www. We forget that that means World Wide Web. Mm -hmm. you know? And so, again, if you're just designing for your little corner of the world, you are missing out on a whole big chunk. What do you see as some of the biggest mistakes people make on their websites? Mm, I mean, I think overall just making it harder for people to use, not having it be sort of easy to read the texts that are on your website, not having enough contrast, 
so that if you know I do wear glasses or I do have sort of an eyesight issue, I can't use your site. I think that's a huge, huge handicap and generally isn't well looked upon by Google. So it sort of handicaps you in another way too. Um, I think this day and age too, it's a big issue if your website isn't usable on a phone or on a smaller screen. Again, people won't stick around to try and make it work if it's not working properly. So I think responsive design, that's what we call using design that works on all different screen sizes is a huge, huge asset for you and something that if you're working with a designer or purchasing templates should already be included and worth double checking that it is. Yeah, and I think that simplicity, that making things really easy to use upfront so that the people trying to actually operate your website have a clear and easy experience getting what they want. And another thing that you need to rewind and listen to again, because mobile every day using your phone and your tablet is superseding your desktop. Mm-hmm. You know, again, way back when, when I was doing this, all there was was a desktop. We didn't have to worry about a tablet. We were, people weren't looking on their phones and things like that because they didn't exist. You know, and so it really is so important. And every time we update, we actually work on a new platform now for wordofmomradio.com that's designed for podcasters. And my daughter is in Ecuador. So I, and I said, I said to her, I was like, do me a favor, pull this up on your phone, tell me how it's looking. And, and she was like, wow, mom, I really like this. This is great. Blah, 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 blah. You know, she is my best helper and my biggest critic, you know, and <laughs> which is a great thing to have. You know, it was funny. She said to me, you know, I was listening to your show on Spotify and my jaw dropped. Not that she was hearing it on Spotify, but that she was listening, period. You know, <laughs> it really was. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm actually doing it. Exactly. That my daughter will listen to. Holy Anna. You know, but I love, you know, she's young. And she knows what it should look like. And, Mm -hmm. you know, she was like, you need to do this, cut that. You know, she was helping with some of the um, back end and just the, the, you know, collateral content on there. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times less is more. You know, Mm -hmm. we feel the need to really explain things. And it's like, look, a sentence or two is what you want to grab them. So then they go in and learn for themselves. But if you're trying to explain it right off the bat, People's attention span, you know, we live in that, again, that Insta, you know, where you're watching something and there's something going on underneath because, Mm -hmm. forbid, you know, it's so funny when I, if I'm going to sit down, I like to have things on in the background. So I will put something that I've seen a million times on in the background just for noise. If I put music on, I'm going to stop and sing. I'm exactly the same. (laughs) It's crazy, isn't it? So I'll put, but if I'm actually going to watch something, watch a movie, watch a show, my phone is on the other side of the room. I don't want anything to distract me. I'm going to sit down and actually watch something the way we used to watch things. Not where it gets the dialogue, it's slow. So now we're checking Facebook and stuff. It's amazing to me, and I'm sure you see it. I, I don't know how it is in, in, in Paris, but you're in the States. I mean, you go out to dinner, and you'll see families, and everybody's on their phone. They've got a tablet up for the kids to be watching a movie. Like, whatever happened to just having a family meal out in a restaurant yeah. and having conversation? It's crazy. The more <laughs> 
technologically advanced we become, the less we're really just communicating with each other. Mm. Yeah, I I 100% agree. And it's something I really appreciate about the culture here in France, that food is so sacred that you couldn't not spend the time enjoying it. And so it's so culturally embedded that food is a thing to gather around and have, you know, quality conversation and family time around. It's something I I really love about living here. But I lived in the States for, for over a decade before moving here. And I I think that was one of the biggest culture shocks for just how we engage with people that eye contact and having a full conversation without the phone sort of buzzing and, and drawing our sort of attention away. It is something harder and harder to get. And I, you know, I'm an old young person, a young old person, I think at heart. And I feel very sort of sad for that. So as someone creating some of those distractions, I do see it's my responsibility to make them as easy to work through, as easy to get through so that the phone can go away because the problem has been solved. Great point. So (laughs) as we are wrapping things up, how can our listeners learn more from you, Michelle, and how can they reach out to you? So obviously, as a web designer, I would love you to come to my website to learn about me and everything I have going on. That's at michellepontvert, P-O-N-T-V-E-R-T.com. And then I'm at Instagram and Facebook at Michelle Pontvert as well. And then I have a free gift for your listeners that I would love to share. I've done a training that goes over some of the really easy, actionable things you can do to make your website convert better for the right fit clients. And you can find that at my website at michellepontvert.com slash convert. We will have that link live. Michelle and I talked at the top of the show before we started recording and I was like, pronounce your last name. She's like, well, the American version is Pontford, but it's really Ponvert, which my children's family, half of them is, you know, they're French. And I was like, my father-in-law would roll over if I wasn't <laughs> saying it correctly. So, but again, please reach out to Michelle, grab this free gift. I know I'm going to, because I will definitely go through all of it to make sure that we've got everything going the way we need to. And it has been an absolute pleasure having you on the show, Michelle. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. And I think, yeah, I hope we covered some helpful things. I think we touched on a lot of really, really important pieces of how websites can just support our business and and not be as challenging as as people think they are. I absolutely agree. And it's funny because normally we'd run this in the business spotlight, but we're going to put it in the mompreneur model because (laughs) this is what the mompreneur model is all about. And it's running your business from home and how you do it while you're raising your family and building your business and creating that juggling act because balance is such an illusion. It's how you're (laughs) keeping all those balls in the air. And I think you are showing us how to do it and how to do it well. So I really appreciate you taking the time to be with us today, Michelle. Thank you so much. Thank you again. Oh, our pleasure. And for all of you tuning in, thanks so much for being here. We're going to close out with our fabulous theme song from Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you. Bye for now. She is sure. She is strong. She is true. She is brave.
With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 